following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans ah, victory Monday and Bill's land garbage my name is Matt Johnson one of your hosts and I am joined by my favorite fellow Colts fan of Bill land Mr. Brandon Rogers Brandon happy uh victory Monday to you how are you I mean <laughs> I think my blood pressure finally went down after yesterday's game. Uh, it's been 24 hours, and I think I can finally, you know, drink something, a full cup, without it shaking all over the place. Uh, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, very good. It was, you know, I, I, I said last week's win over Tampa Bay was my favorite, and maybe it's recency bias, but that was exciting. That was another really, really good game on uh, the Colts' part, and uh Definitely my favorite of the year. It was personal, right? It's been the first time since the Colts swept the Titans since 2018. We ended, Indy ended, the five the five loss game streak, you know, earlier in the season, week six. And now we got a streak going. So it's uh it's it's really, really exciting time to be a Colts fan. I am glad that um I'm glad we're on the other side of of you know some some pretty bad losses. We're we got a nice little thing going on right now. I mean, I like happy is waiting for the other shoe to fall out. Like, hey, are we just gonna have a letdown in tech in Houston for the, the that last game to get into the playoffs? Um, like we did in Jacksonville. I don't know. I just I have to learn to just enjoy what we've got going here now, not yeah. really worry about the future. I, honestly, it's just it's it's been good, man. The last four games have all been fun and enjoyable games for the most part. Um, I think it's fun because we've been winning. But this this Tennessee game was phenomenal. So it's back and forth. I mean, the block punts, just action. And we could have lost yesterday. I still would have been like happy and excited just because it was an entertaining game. It was very entertaining. And there's been a lot of like, there's been some duds with the the Titans, especially last year. I think both games were really bad. Um, I don't even know if the Colts came close to winning some of them. I I, I can't. Oh no, wait, they did win one. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jacksonville. Um. But uh, but there were some, you know, just really exciting moments with, you know, there's been some duds of games, basically, with, with the Titans in the last couple of years. And, yeah, it was hard hitting. This is what a football rivalry was made of, that game yesterday. Uh, and honestly, you know, yeah, because it feels like that because we won. But the the game in week six, it was so hard hitting. Like, and, and the momentum changes were frequent right lead changes were 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 
were relatively frequent. That is what a good football rivalry is like. I don't know if the Colts have really truly had that in some time. You know, we like to call back to the Patriots rivalry, even though those best days are currently, I'd say, behind. Um, Houston, we have some bangers with uh, typically, but you know, is what it is. But there's just something about the Titans rivalry that's feel. It just feels so personal. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think because you know we were. We were big brother for so long. I mean, you know, Peyton kicked them around. Luck never lost the game. And then they started winning. Uh, they went on a nice little run. You know, Derrick Henry being the dominant force that he has been in this league. And they ran their mouths a lot. I mean, hell, even this morning, uh, Keith Bullock, former linebacker for the Titans, was out there talking about how our linebackers were small and getting pushed around and how we got lucky. Um, yeah, they talk trash. Uh, the Jaguars fans really don't. The Texans fans, they really don't, only because they haven't really had success lately. The Titans haven't had success either, but uh, because they've won the division a couple of years, they want they want to talk junk, and it was just so cathartic. It felt so damn good to sweep them and bust out that broom, and yeah, Big Brother's back on top. It's it's nice. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was it was it was really good. There was a lot. There was several points in that game where I was like, oh. We're not going to win this, are we? Like, there's, there's, uh, there. I mean, I, I'm sure you felt it too a little bit, right? There's just like, okay, the offense is stalling, or something, just something goes wrong. Like, uh, there was a couple, couple just awful, just crap moments. I'm like, what the, f- um, what are we doing here? And, and then to have that big moment come at the end of the game, uh, you know, in overtime, where. Gardner Minshew Fitzpatrick uh, heaves one up to Alec Pierce, who he's been struggling to hit for most of the game. He got one big, he got a nice shot, a uh, nice touchdown, uh, a pretty nice pass earlier, and struck, but struggling to hit all game on the deep ball. And they connect. It was like, it was like watching like a wrestling, like a pro, like a story, like a story being played out. He keeps overthrowing him, keeps missing him, keeps missing him. Game's on the line, down by three in overtime, couple minutes left. And he heaves it up, and Pierce makes, dude, he just makes big time catches when he does. When he does, he's been a lot more consistent about it lately. But when he makes catches, he makes like they're spectacular. Jacksonville last year comes to mind. He's made a couple big ones throughout this entire season that have helped led to, led, lead to scores and victories. And and then the sealing the deal, Minshew hits Pittman, who <laughs> Minshew is overthrown quite a bit too, uh, and hits him right right in the numbers and touchdown a game. It was uh, it was beautiful. That was probably my favorite Titans game in recent memory. Oh, for sure. And like you said with Pierce, yeah, you know Minshew was trying to give him the ball. Pierce is running wide open most of the game. Uh, the, the Titans really couldn't keep up with them, but. Minshew also couldn't hit him. Pierce reminds me of a home run hitter in baseball. He's going to strike out or he's going to hit a home run. There's no if, ands, like there's no, uh, you know, what base hit it's feast or famine. And yesterday we were eating good. So that was nice. We needed that. Pittman on the other hand, I know for the last couple of weeks, we've come out saying, Hey, he's a wide receiver one. He's a wide receiver one. We have to pay him. He's now like proven to be a top 10 wide receiver in the league, if not top five. I mean, with the garbage quarterback play, he is still just, he's a dog. He gets the ball and he's not, he's trying not to go down. 
He is fighting for yards because he knows the next pass might not be on target. The next pass could get picked. So I might as well just try to take this to the house while, while I can. Pittman is the heart and soul of that offense. You can see he is just a dog. And the I feel like the rest of the team is kind of getting that same attitude, that same swagger. Um, Pittman plays like, uh, he plays offense like someone that plays defense, like a linebacker, like, you know, a hard-hitting safety. That's how Pittman goes out and plays offense. And yeah. we haven't had that kind of receiver in Indy ever. T.Y. Hilton was finesse. Reggie Wayne, you know, he, he could talk and chirp. But at the end of the day, someone was coming at him. He'd get down and you know, go out of bounds. Marvin Harrison, again, you know, he was smart. He'd get down, he'd go out of bounds. Pittman is going to come and smack you in the mouth before you smack him in the mouth. And I freaking love it. And you can tell the guys on the sidelines love it. Gardner loves it. Indy's starting to love it. The O-line loves it. Like, we're feeding off that dog mentality. That under They didn't want it to give us anything. So we're just going to come in and take it. We're going to rob you. We're going to come get you. We're going hunting. And... My God, it feels so proud to be a Colts fan because of that attitude. For you know, for the first time in a, in a, in a while, I mean, obviously the season has been has been solid in, in in that feeling, right? But it's been a first time in a couple of years that we've had a certain swagger to to, to the Colts that the Colts have kind of had almost a chip on the shoulder, had a little bit of bit of toot, right? I uh, just. Just we've been soft, man. The yeah. Colts have always been kind of like that finesse team that that we've always kind of been labeled soft. And you look at this Colts team, and we're the anything but anything but smack you in the mouth. We're gonna sack you. Our defense line is playing crazy. Our offensive line is gonna come in just maul you. Our 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 wide receivers are gonna come and hit you before you hit them. Our linebackers are smacking people. I mean, it's like a gang out there, dude, and it feels so damn good. Instead of you know being like the the, the finesse, oh, we gotta you know we have to put up eighty points because our defense can't hold you, or you know all all we gotta do is scare Peyton or get in Luck's face, and they're not gonna be able to. No, after that, we're coming, we're going hunting, we're gonna get ours, and it just feels good to have a tough, tough team behind us now. Feels good. It's really nice. It's a it's a badge of honor. It's uh it's cool like people see you and 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 colts gear out in public and and you know they'll you could be like yeah you know it's my team versus again whatever the hell happened last year um yeah it's they're they're a feisty bunch we see in the locker room celebration all right uh Minshew's got a little bit of rhythm in him all right that victory (laughs) dance was incredible uh he's yeah, the the whole team as a whole, and, and again, we've talked about ad nauseum everything that this team has overcome this year. Right? We have the Isaiah Rogers suspension and cut. We have the JT contract drama, Grover Stewart PEDs, countless injuries, uh, Shaq Leonard getting cut before Thanksgiving, and I'm sure I'm forgetting something off the top of my head. Uh, and the fact that they're winning is like amazing. Right. It's just there. I viewed the 2017 Eagles like this and that there weren't there was great players. There was no superstars like standout superstars, but there were great players and they played like a team. And I feel like Indy has that right now where the next man up mentality is like guys are taking it seriously 
and stepping their game up when they need to be instead of just being like, yeah, I'm out here. They they can't find anybody better. Just do whatever. Yeah. And they're they're balling out. Dude, I mean, uh, it's cool that you said like the 2017 Eagles because I'm getting that same kind of feeling. Um, I kind of wish our quarterback play was to that level, but beggars can't be choosers. And it, it is. It's like it's it's a team. It's not, hey, you know, we've got this great, these elite players uh, at these elite spots. Um, we just have a bunch of dogs that want to go out there and they want to win. And we've got a coach who knows what he's doing. Uh, he's brilliant. He is such a damn good coach. He's, honestly, he could have checked on out during this whole JT uh, drama. He did. Zach Moss is now an all-star. Um, freaking Isaiah Rogers goes on out and, and gets suspended. All right. Juju Brents, you know, we, we put draft picks into Juju Brents and he's hurt for most of the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dallas Flowers, he's supposed to be the, the, the starter. He's supposed to be the guy. Tears his Achilles a couple games on end. All right. Again, Shane Syke and, and, and Gus Bradley could have just packed on up and said, well, it just wasn't our year injuries. No, he makes freaking Daryl Baker Jr. And, and, and these no name guys. I mean, heck, uh, seventh round picks are getting valuable minutes against DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and making plays. And the whole team is just bought on into the system because Sykin isn't going to allow them not to. He showed accountability with, with uh, Shaq Leonard. Like, hey, you're not going to cut your weight, then you got to go. Um, I saw it in yesterday's game. You know, Nick Cross got some valuable minutes because Rodney Thomas had a, a blown coverage right there for that deep shot. As soon as that happened, I think three plays into the game, Rodney Thomas is on the bench. Uh, freaking Nick Cross comes on in and balls out. He had 30 snaps, I think, yesterday. Yeah, quite and a bit. Played, blocked the punt. Oh my god, that blocked punt. Nick Cross, Ed Reed Jr., I'm telling you, he's gonna be <laughs> Um, but it just shows like, hey, I don't care who you are, where you're drafted, how much you're getting paid. If you're not contributing, you're gonna be hitting that bench because we got dogs that want to get out there and they want to go hunting. Mm-hmm. And dude, it just it feels good to be part of a team like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of pride with this. I know I'm beaming with pride. I think I, I might have mentioned it on the show before, but a couple couple months ago, probably towards the start of the season, uh, I had an interaction with a guy in the studio, uh, in the building of the studio, and we had a discussion about Anthony Richardson and where the Colts are going to finish picking yada yada yada. And he's one of those obnoxious Bills fans, and he's like, "Do you think uh, Colts going to be picking top five this year?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I really don't think so." And he was very adamant that they were. He goes, I think they are. I think they are. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and they're not. There's they've won far too many games to be already at this point a, a top five draft. Uh, the Bills are closer to that top five pick than we mm-hmm. are. That's but... the ironic thing enough. I have not seen this guy since. Uh just put his nose into like your dog makes a mess. Say, take that, take that. I like I like our football conversations, but you could tell like there's a certain like smugness with the with the Bills. Since 2017, um, yeah, they they have a little. Oh, we're okay now. Yeah, and and like to know that happened, and I like I I was I've been I'm vindicated for like yeah we're not going to be t- picking top five. It feels good. Like there's a, there's a bit of a pep in my step, uh, vicariously through that. But um, but yeah, it was an astounding victory overtime when 31 28 was the final score, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I want to give some kudos though to the Titans because they played out. I think they, I would dare so say that they played out of their mind as well. Um, 
a lot of uh, some things with the Colts way, obviously like, you know, in injuries, uh, no doubt help, but I got, I'm not going to sit here and just shit on the Titans. Like, you know, Will Levis played out of his mind. Derek Henry before the concussion. Yeah. Will Levis played pretty damn yeah. good, yeah. despite some things. Come on, yeah. come on. Uh, Derek he Henry well a couple times deep down the field. And he was making smart choices too, um, behind a dog, a, a pretty bad offensive line. I was, I was impressed seeing Will Levis firsthand. He had the Colts on the ropes. It is what it is. Derek Henry had the Colts on the ropes. To be fair, with you. It was Gardner Minshew being Gardner Minshew had us on the <laughs> It was a team effort. Um, I do want to give them credit though. And Derrick Henry, he was pissed about his first game, forty three yards that he had in Week Six. He goes, "That's," he goes, "That bothered me." And he went out and got, I think, over a hundred. Yeah, he made up some touches. It. He made up for it. Um, and I think he he had two touchdowns as well. He did. He did. he did that running game. I think they ran for 175 yards yesterday. Yeah, Tajay, Tajay, oh damn it, Tajay, Tajay Spears. Yeah, um, dude, he's quick. He's got a he, good explosion. He's gonna be scary for yeah. the next couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> going against him. Yeah, he was like, I don't even know how it was like watching Tyree kill at running back. Like the way he would just, it it would be a crap run, and he just find a way to get like seven, eight yards out of it, out of nothing. It was crazy. So. Uh, um, speaking of which, with Grover Stewart coming back, I think we should extend him for the next eight years, thirty-five <laughs> million dollars a year, because he, <laughs> ooh, we we fought, we saw how bad our run defense is without him. So he's worth every penny, whatever we want to give him, just a blank check right there. Grover, have what you want. Yeah, I I hope he comes back because obviously uh, I forgot what the thing was that he got caught with, what the substance was. He claims it was something in like a supplement or whatever. Um, I don't know how true it was, but I just hope that he doesn't come back and just shit the bed. Like that would be like, cause he's off of it. Like he just kind of cra- like, like watching Barry Bonds post steroids and just not no. being able to play baseball. You know what I mean? I hope not. He's always Grover has always been good. All he's right. Always, always been, been very good. good. And you know, with how much these guys get tested, I'm assuming it's not anything that he he's been on and they just caught him. Right, right. Sure, you know, the supplement some sometimes these supplements aren't tested, so he just took it and then bam, got popped. Yeah, uh, he's gonna come back pissed because you know, he did not want to get suspended. He said it wasn't he didn't deserve to be suspended. He's been away for six games. Uh, Zaire Franklin said literally they had to remove him from the training facility because he would show up thinking he can just kind of hang outside and be around. And they said, no, unfortunately, you have to, you can't be on the, the premises. Wow. That's how bad he wanted to be on the team. Yeah. Wow. So I think he came back three weeks ago and he, he's been there, you know, around the squad now. I He's going to come back on a warpath. The, the Bengals might not get like 45 rushing yards next week. Hopefully not. I mean, hey, our the, the Colts' next slate of, what are we at, five games left? Woo! Is that it? Yeah, I think it's it. It's it's coming by, man. Jesus. Season went by. We man. have some good running backs that are going up against. All right? Joe Mixon um, is, I, I think, still pretty damn good, despite what people may think. Uh, we get Joe Mixon, we have uh, – well, Najee kind of fell off. I, I respect Jalen Warren more than I do him. Um, I think Jalen Warren's produced a little bit better. That's a whole mess situation. We'll we'll get that in a little bit. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Bijan Robinson, and Devin Singletary has actually had a bit of a resurgence down in Houston. Like I got to give kudos to him. I don't know what happened to Damian Pierce, but 
uh, Singletary left that shithole he was playing at before and joined the real team. Wow, him and him and what do you know? It's him and Zach Moss leave Buffalo and they become superstars. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Have fun, Naheem. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 poor Naheem. Did right. I say that? Oh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but like, there, there's good running game. Um, it's a big part of all these teams' offense. Uh, we're gonna take get a bit of a gander at what. Cincinnati's like against they got Jacksonville tonight at uh, we're recording about half an hour before time of kickoff, but uh, you know, Joe, it's still still gotta still gotta do things like this this Browning at quarterback. I know I think he's a little bit banged up already too. Um, he's not Joe Burrow. He can't make stuff happen. Hey, the run game and it all has got to complement each other. So we'll see how that all transpires. Uh, but it's gonna be very very interesting to see, uh, you know how these things unfold, but. Running is definitely one of the strength a strength of the next five teams that we come up with running the ball, and we just got to kind of uh, make it our strength and our defense, like it it normally is. And it's crazy that one player could change all that, but that's how good Grover Stewart is. Yeah, he takes so much attention away. He'll allow Buckner to to kind of brush the passer passer a little bit more. Um, he's gonna make our defensive line so much better, and they are playing out of their minds right now. I think we've had 21 sacks in our last four games. Yeah, well, I think like there that. are are they already over two? Are they already over last year's sack total? Yeah, we we passed it yesterday. So I, with five games to go, yeah, dude, we we are looking pretty 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 good. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm feeling comfortable again. Something would have to go. I think pretty seriously wrong or just. But like the idea of us being in the playoff hunt, like being in the playoff picture technically right now, um, and the slate of games, the way that they're playing, the way that they're winning, it's it's hard to fathom. I I didn't think I I really didn't think, you know, it was gonna be. I, I didn't know how good it was gonna be. I thought it, we were gonna be competitive, make things fun. Uh, I didn't know it was gonna be this good. Especially without AR. I mean, once he went down, I was like, all right, well, you know, we're probably going to lose a lot. Um, Let's just evaluate Josh Downs, Juju, these young guys. Um, But once, you know, we started going on that little streak and JT came back and he was happy, healthy. A lot of this has to be attributed to the GM of the year. Chris Ballard. Come on. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. Think how much he's gone through. Think how much an exhaustive head coaching search. I mean, people are saying, oh, he's, he's taking too long looking for a head coach. Yeah, want to know why? Because he got the damn right guy. You know, starting cornerback, who was supposed to take this giant leap, suspended for the year. You let him go. And the GM finds these just diamonds in the rough that, that can kind of you know, help our secondary uh, hey, we gotta we gotta re-sign some linemen. You know, we gotta go out there and get some really big name offensive linemen. You know, you guys need a left tackle. Bernard Ryman's not gonna cut it. I mean, he's only like a top five left tackle in the league right now. Ballard sucked by his guns, but he's bargained in Ballard, and he didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, I know you got the T-shirt. You got the T-shirt. 
He did suck, and he still sucks. All right, I'm not gonna admit it. If you can't admit Gardner Minshew's a halfway decent quarterback, I am not gonna admit that. <laughs> this is how it works. All right, you keep the JT that- situation. I mean, that was dead to rights. We weren't supposed to resign JT. He was so disgruntled. He's supposed to be off Miami right now. He's yeah. happy, He's and they player. paid him, and he got hurt. Oh my I'm god! Trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling so bad. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, bust. They are. You know, over Will Levis, and that's the greatest thing we've ever done. Because Levis is a bum. Um, I just saying, you got to give some props to to the man, the myth, the legend. Our draft class is stacked. He was able to cut bait with Shaq Leonard when it needed to be done. Yeah, still kept that locker room going. I mean, there's no way we should be seven and five right now, and we are. No. He's done some good things, and I attribute that to Shane Steichen. Um, <laughs> bringing out the best by Chris Ballard. <laughs> so was Frank Reich. All right, we know that that was a last minute. Yeah, right, I, gotta, yeah. I can't have McDaniels. But... Yeah, he wanted McDaniels. That's an even worse indication. <laughs> First, they wanted McDaniels. That's what it was. If you could just, I'm so glad he took a shit in their house. Oh my so god, glad. so glad. <laughs> Oh, you ran out of toilet paper, brother. Hope hope you didn't mind those hand towels. <laughs> <laughs> Might not want to go in there for 20 minutes, brother. Uh, My bunch said they found a line of something on the back end of their toilet. And that's why they said, nope, we're turning this plane around. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, who would have thought cocaine would have... Cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so very, very solid week. I was excited. I'm kind of excited too, because people are starting to take, I feel like people are starting to take notice. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but the media is starting to kind of take notice of the Colts. Um, now I see people posting about Shane Steichen being a coach of the year candidate, which I think if they make the playoffs, I think he'd be a lock. I think he'd have to be a lock for it. Um, there are, are other great candidates too. Um, I think D'Amico Ryan's deserves a lot of credit. There's another, a lot of other good teams too, but um, but Shane Steichen at least has to be in the conversation. Um, uh, you know, it, they're starting to talk about Michael Pittman being the guy, which we, you know, again, we've I've been more up and down on him than and probably anybody. Um, he's proven himself, but I've happily retracted and and you know and backed off that notion. Uh, there's it, it there's just a lot of conversation happening about the Colts uh which is which is always a, a, a good thing for the team i think could be a good thing for the team as long as they don't buy into the hype like they did in 2021 well and i think most of those pieces that kind of bought into that hype are gone <laughs> carson Wentz, <laughs> Shaq leonard um so it's kind of nice to to see them kind of rally around each other and not so much the hype yeah. Uh, they did a nice piece with Zaire Franklin and DeForest Buckner on CBS Sports yesterday before the game. And I thought that was cool. Like, all right, those are two Colts players, two Colts cornerstones that are kind of being shown and highlighted. Yeah. And um, kind of just that national exposure. Maybe people will, will kind of see these personalities and um, kind of gravitate to, to, to maybe more Colts fans, hopefully. Yeah. Again, I've been just obsessed with Zaire Franklin's podcast and it's it's gaining traction it's very popular amongst like podcasting and um like it's on the Joe Budden network who's just you know oh no kidding podcasting entrepreneur yeah he, I see were, the clips but I haven't watched the full episodes but 
It's I one hundred percent recommend. Cool. I'm on overnights tonight and I have nobody to talk to, so I might uh, I might have to uh, give a listen. Give a listen, to you. you'll love it. Him and EJ Speed are both on there, and it's it's phenomenal. Cool. Um, so yeah, like I, I think you know the more that. Uh, the team is exposed uh it could be a double-edged sword you know i i like seeing it and it kind of will lead to maybe people giving us credit like shane second winning coach of the year um but then it could also kind of bite us in the butt and teams will not be surprised by us anymore and i don't know find that gardner Minshew just can't take pressure so we'll blitz the whole team and next thing you know we're never scoring points again who knows <laughs> Ballard sucks. <laughs> um, we had so yeah, so we had some news this week. Uh, the big thing. Well, I we'll, we'll start off with a simple one. Uh, the Colts are getting flexed to a, uh, we'll call it a prime time ish slot, but it's better than nothing. Uh, Saturday, December sixteenth is the week that the Colts play the Steelers. Uh, that game, as of right now, has big playoff implications. That is going to be 4.30 p.m. on a Saturday, uh, which is really cool. And, hey, the last time the Colts had a game flexed to a Saturday, uh, Brandon and I were there, and the Colts did some pretty good things. So I'm um, hoping that that, uh, that, that, luck, uh, that luck continues because things are kind of going like, – gonna. I just feel like things are falling into place for the Colts. I feel like the football gods are as no matter what they throw, they're like, all right, we're going to every quarterback that you play against is either going to get benched, uh, hospitalized, (laughs) canceled. I don't know. Like, or just, or just fall off of a performance cliff. And that's basically what's going on with the Steelers right now. Cause Kenny Pickett got pretty severely hurt yesterday. And, uh, there's no way the Colts can lose to Mitch Trubisky. I, I was going to say, though, like, are you more scared of Mitch than you would of Kenny? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At this point, I might rather take Kenny Pickett. He's just, he hasn't looked good. Um, of course, the one time that he would look great would be against the Colts, like he did last year. He so, did look really good against the Colts. See, that's why I'm like, okay, Mitch Trubisky's cool. Yeah. I Honestly, the way that our, our defensive line is playing, I think we give Mitch fits. So yeah. and I, the way that the 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 the, the Steelers res, just skill position players play, Deontay well, Johnson celebrating after being what he got a touchdown, he was celebrating. They were still like fourteen still points down. down with four minutes left. Like, what yep. kind of Chase Claypool shit is that, <laughs> dude? They they are in shambles, and they're still in the like a, in the playoff contention. They're in the uh, they have a playoff spot. They're the fifth seed, right? Like they are just crumbling. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, it's, it's, I'll take it's, it. We'll take it. Um, we will eradicate the dog shit. Uh, get, just push it out of our way. Um, so, yes, yeah, that's that's a big one. The other thing was Jonathan Taylor, uh, his thumb, which I, I joked about. But um, randomly, was it Tuesday? You sent me a message. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. John- after it was recorded. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor has a busted thumb. And I'm like, oh my god, it never fucking ends. <laughs> it never ends. We don't even know when he heard it, but I did mention that I seen him wincing in pain. I think that had to be it. They he they didn't know like nobody had any idea. 
and he no sold it. And then they're like, yeah, we got to get surgery. Um, Jim Mercer said two to three weeks. Apparently the injury and surgery, uh, three to five weeks average, which is, uh, it sucks. Hopefully sooner the three weeks than the rest of the whole, the, the regular season, uh, would be great to have him back before a playoff, which I would love to, I mean, shit, if he shows up and just carves up the Texans, I would like, that would be like fitting, like, okay, yeah, take your time, take your time. Yep. If you were to do that, as long as it makes like, as long as the, the, uh, the, the, the mountaintops kind of lead towards that being like a big playoff thing. Well, you know, of of all positions to have like a, a a main contributor get hurt, running back is absolutely the best one for it to happen. I agree. Have you know a beast named Zach Moss back there, yeah. um, who played okay yesterday? Not no, it didn't kill it, but against Jeffrey Simmons and uh, Tier Tart, I'm not surprised. Those two are phenomenal. Yeah, the the Titans defense played very good yesterday. Yeah. Very good. So, um, you know, I, I think Zach Moss is going to do incredibly well against the Bengals. I'm not worried about that. Honestly, I'm pretty sure we're going to treat this next game as a bye week. Watch, we'll we'll get slapped on and you know, we'll get blown out for some reason against the Bengals for some stupid reason. But um, I think Moss is going to have a good game against them. The Steelers could be another tough one. Um, but I think he could hold the fort down until JT is 100% recovered, which should hopefully, again, be if not right before the Texans game, the Texans game. I know that they're going to be a little more cautious because of what happened last year, trying to rush him back from injury. Yeah. Um, But that was a different coaching system. Uh, That was a whole different scenario. You'd have nothing to fight for, and yet you're still putting Jonathan Taylor on out there. Right. Now we have the playoffs, and JT's probably chomping at the bit more than the coaches to get him back out there. JT wants to get back out there. And this team is motivated. They know that he gives them their best chance to win. Um, but again, we got dogs, man. Michael Pittman, he'll he'll take the ball and he'll he'll get some more pressure on his shoulder. Alec Pierce will will freaking keep on hitting those home runs. Josh Downs is gonna do what he he has to do. Jelani Woods, please come back. This if we get a notification tomorrow, Jelani Woods, they've opened the door for Jelani Woods to return. I might just cream. I will. I, I'm so excited. We're getting healthy at the right times, hopefully. Juju Brents is supposedly supposed to start playing this week. That's the the, the target. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say it, but I really I'm feeling really good about us getting to the playoffs. I, we, once I we get in there, I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I can't say anything there, but I do have a feeling we're gonna get there. Dude, I want to match up. I want to go against the Chiefs so bad. Chiefs or Jacksonville, like in the first round. Can you imagine going to Jacksonville after all the horrors. Of you know us playing in Jacksonville the last yep. few years and then winning, my God, that's like that's those are the mat those are the two matchups that I really want because I think like and obviously I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I think that the Colts could fucking curb stop the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are terrible. That they are very. Oh, you're looking at your phone. Is there a notification? No, no, no. Work. Update. <laughs> oh, uh oh. Um, no, that's crazy. Okay. Um. I think they would curb stop the Chiefs right now. I really do. I think the Chiefs are very overrated. Um, the Taylor Swift, like I just, I want to see just Gardner Minshew just get and and company just 
just send Taylor Swift home packing. All right, tired of this shit. Um, oh, don't. I mean, playoff Chiefs and regular season Chiefs are two separate kind of teams. I know, you know, they could sleepwalk through the regular season. I uh, I know the aren't great, but that's still Patrick Mahomes. That defense is still very good. I yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't want to kick the Hornets' nest a little bit here. Let's Jacksonville. Yeah, give them to me. Um, I I would love to see the freaking uh the the, the Baltimore Ravens again. I think we could stop them as well. We already beat them once. Um, yeah, my yeah, possibly they were really banged up when we played them. I would like to see, I would like to get back like I don't want like a first round matchup against the Ravens. I want to <laughs> I want to ease into it. Back into it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's least get a have a chance at a W. I think I I think of the current four division leaders right now, I think Casey and Jacksonville are the weakest. Yeah. I could see so, that. That's Keep just... me away from the freaking Dolphins. Couldn't do that one. No. No, we are not good enough on. I don't think the Colts are great enough on defense for that. They've lost some shitty games too, but like I don't know. I just it's, I don't see our offense being able to put up that many points. We we'd have to like they they would probably at least score like in the high twenties to mid thirties. They might put um, seventy up on us. No, no, no our defense is <laughs> no, so, I so much kidding. better than that. <laughs> All right, so 35. That. 35. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fast. It's a fast offense. I don't think that I, they would have to be some elite scheming, and I don't know if we could do that. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking at with this uh, currently. Uh, Shaq Leonard signed with Philadelphia today, which was pretty much expected. They played the Dallas Cowboys this week, which was the only other team he was looking at, so that could be interesting. Um, Kind of considering taking the Cowboys now because <laughs> I feel like I've seen it before where like a player signs with a rival team, like the week they're playing and then that team loses. I just feel like I've seen it far too often. And I mean, just the last time that we saw Shaq on the football field did not look good, yeah. but he's going to be more determined, more hungry. And I know what the attitude that he has, you know, maybe he does have like a, a callback throwback Shaq Leonard moment. That'd be fantastic. It would be. Um, I, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. If he can go we to Philly and get a ring, absolutely freaking lovely. Maybe, maybe it was the scheme. Maybe he did need to just be put into a a, a more Shaq friendly scheme, and he yeah. can be who he was. Um, I didn't see it in Indy uh, the last two years, but who knows? Crazier stuff has happened. So I'm rooting for you, Shaq. I really am. Yeah, we both we both are. We both are. We hate we hated the way it ended, and uh, we would like to see a uh, Shaq back. That's for sure. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to the convo tonight? I uh, I think I'm all I'm all I'm all done. Uh, nothing uh, nothing crazy. Just keep on winning, man. Just keep on winning. Just, Just keep winning. That's it. Uh, Rogers rant. Yeah, I got a little uh, little thing to rant about. This rant is directed towards uh, some Bill fans. Uh, again, y'all stink. Y'all haven't been good, but yet you're still going around thinking that you're a Super Bowl caliber team. You're not. You're not a Super Bowl caliber team. You may have some talented pieces, but your team is not good. They're not good. I actually had a friend this week tell me that, yeah, you know, I think we're better than the Eagles. They were just out. They just out coached us in that last game. No, you're not better than the Eagles. They've lost two games, two games. Y'all are currently 500. But yet you're better than the Eagles. How? Tell me how that makes sense. 
How does that make sense? You know, better than just out coach us. No, no, you lost to them. They have a better record than you. Yet, nah, we're better than them. We were just out coached. Wrong. Wrong. Not like there may be like four Super Bowl caliber teams in the league right now. There are teams that are capable of winning the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't say that's a Super Bowl caliber team. Besides, uh, I got to go the Niners, Eagles, um, Ravens. I I, I was on the Chiefs, but that kind of fell to the wayside yesterday. Cowboys. They did get screwed at the end of the game. I thought that was a bad, some bad call. There was bad calls both ways, but yeah, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Um, Cowboys and like I'm teetering on the Dolphins. They, they tend to beat up easy teams. Yeah, they, they have a challenge with harder teams. So until they prove to me that they're still on the outside looking in of a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, I mean, there are always teams like those Giants teams that can kind of sneak on in and win the Super Bowl. They're not a Super Bowl caliber team. Correct. They just get hot at the right time and they win. Bam. You're capable of winning the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean that you're a Super Bowl caliber team. The Bills are neither. They're not capable of winning the Super Bowl. They're not a Super Bowl caliber team. The Bills stink. And the sooner these Bills fans can get it through their head, they're not going to go on some miracle, you know, 6-0 and magic run, 5-0 and magic run, beat the Cowboys, Dolphins, Chargers, Bills, uh, Patriots, or a car. Cowboys, Chiefs, uh, Patriots, Chargers, Dolphins. It's not going to happen. You guys are missing the playoffs. Get it over with. There's no victory parade in, in February. It ain't happening. Uh-uh. Not today. No, sir. You will not pass go. You will not collect $100. Goodbye. Good night. Bang. Well, there you have it. He has spoken. <laughs> All right, everybody. Fuck it, Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have left it open-ended. You have yeah, multiple Bills fans, friends, bastard. and he's your best friend, I think. And no, not after last night's debacle. Oh, the, the Bills are better than the Eagles. They're just out coach. <laughs> he, he really said that? Really said that. I still got dudes telling me that Josh Allen should be the MVP. My God, the delusion of these people. The delusion. It makes my head hurt. You know who should be frontrunner for MVP? Who's that? Gardner Minshew. All right. (laughs) What's up, buddy? Hi. Go Colts? Say it loud. Say it proud. Go Colts! My man. All right, everybody. That is it for the... that is my mouth full of chocolate. Your mouth is full of chocolate, so we can't talk. So I'll say it for him. Go Colts! Yeah, go Colts. Oh man. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh myself and Brandon will be back next week for a Bengals game recap. And any other crazy news that happens in the Colts world, I'm sure we're gonna come across. Talk to you next time, right here on Colts fans. Go Colts! Woo! And Bill's land. Boo, Bill's thing. They're not Super Bowl caliber. The Colts make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now. The Colts are making it happen now. Stand up now. Come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now, baby. Say you will.
Colts. 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 Make me wanna shout. 